0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Somebody say, Jesus! Jesus. Hallelujah. Grab a seat, amen. I'm gonna jump into our series. Amen. If you've been here for the last few weeks, amen. I've been in a in a series, amen, uh, on Sundays, uh, entitled Fear Not. Somebody say, Fear not. Come on, somebody say fear not. Fear not. Amen. Our main text in, is in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. I'm reading out of the New King James, and it reads like this: Fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God says to fear not, because God is always with us, church. He is our God, and he's there to strengthen us and help us and to hold us up. Can somebody say amen? Come on. And today I want to continue to focus on what I started last week about the sound mind. The sound mind. And I want you to turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6 and 7. As I read last week and the Lord just impressed on me that we need to focus on the mindsets of the church. The mindsets of sons and daughters. Amen. And what's going on in our our world today, amen. So 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, it says this therefore I remind you to stir up the gift. Somebody say, stir it up. Stir it up. Come on, stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying the laying of my, my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Remember that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Can somebody say amen? Come on, as we read the scripture, amen, it brings understanding. Not only does it bring wisdom and understanding, but what it does, it adds days or years to our life. This kind of fear is good. Tell your neighbors, good. This fear of fearing the Lord, because it brings on wisdom, it brings on understanding, it adds life to us, amen. Listen, fear will make you fruitful, but I mean faithful, but love will make you fruitful. Fear will make you faithful, but love will make you fruitful. See, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. God didn't give us a spirit of being afraid or being alarmed. He has given us power. Somebody say power. He's given us love and a sound mind. Somebody say sound mind. Come on. How many need a sound mind in this place? Come on. He's given us power. Power. He has given us love and he's given us a sound mind. You got to understand what the Lord wants to give us. He did not give us this spirit of fear, uh, but he's given us these three characteristics, amen, uh, of a Christian believer. Amen. Uh, come on now. Uh, we have any believers in the house, amen. Uh, followers of Christ, amen. He goes, I've given you power, uh, I've given you love, and I've given you a sound mind. I don't know about you, but when I came back to the Lord, amen, my mind was pretty out there. How about yours? Come on. We weren't thinking right. We, we, Our minds were messed up. We were worried. We are confused and everything else until we come into the house of God. Uh, we give our lives to him, amen, and he gives us power. He gives us love and a sound mind. Don't be afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. Come on. Don't be afraid. Come on, here in the scripture, in this passage of scripture, Timothy, come on, has experienced great opposition to his message, and to himself as a leader. He's young, he's hanging out with Paul. How many know if you hang out with Paul back then, amen? You're going to face some opposition. Come on, somebody! You ever got around somebody as radical as always preaching and just uh, you're gonna face some things, Amen. This is what's happening with Timmy, Amen, Amen. He, Timmy, Hallelujah! I called him Timmy, Hallelujah! I just renamed him, Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, Amen. I, okay, but but he's young, Amen. He's a leader, Amen. He's facing great opposition. Uh, he's hanging out with Paul, Amen, and, and so all this is is coming up, and he's facing uh, some things that he's never faced before. His leadership is under fire by both the believer and the non-believer and Paul urges Timothy to be bold he tells him don't be afraid God hasn't given given us a spirit of fear but he's given us a, a power of love and a sound mind let me know that we need good friends like that to tell us come on tell people don't be scared Come on, don't be afraid. Amen. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Come on, God did not give you that spirit of fear. He's given you power. He's given you love and he's given you a sound mind. See, this is how we need to encourage one another to remind them that God didn't give you that, that spirit. Don't let things get into your mind. Hello. Come on, because God has revived our minds. God has renewed our minds. He has saved us. He's delivered our minds. He has salvaged and protected our mind. Come on, anybody excited in this place? We are unsafe and secure with Jesus. Can somebody say hallelujah? Hallelujah. These are the things that God has given us. He tells us you don't need to be timid. When we allow people to intimidate us, then it neutralizes our effectiveness for the kingdom of God. The power of the Holy Spirit can help us to overcome fear. Fear of some uh, what some might do to us or, or, or say to us so that we can continue the good work, God's work, continue to go forward in Christ. Let me know that when things can get into our minds it can stop us troubles get into our minds it can stop us when worry gets into our minds it can stop us when anger and all this other stuff that gets into our minds or what we see get in it can stop us from the process of going forward in the gospel and he's telling Timothy, you've got to go forward. Don't let this stop you from spreading the gospel, amen. Don't let fear get into your heart, amen, because he did not give us this spirit of fear. But Tim, he's given us power. He's given us love and a sound mind. And So Paul mentions these three characteristics that we can be an effective Christian, which is power, love, sound mind. You you got to keep these in your mind church. I got power. I got love. And I got a sound mind. It may have been whacked out before. It, it may have been confused before. It, it may have been worried before whatever it is, but I'm not that anymore, right? Come on, we are saved and revived, and and God has done all this inside of us, so God has now equipped us to be powerful. He's put love inside of us, amen? And you know what? I can think right. These things are available to us because of the Holy Spirit, which lives inside of us. How many know that tough times... Can bring on fear come on you ever got a bad report from the doctor and fear just gripped you right away come on you ever you ever got a a, a pink note from the workplace amen and fear just grip you right away oh no come on you ever you ever got pulled over by a cop amen with red lights behind you come on I don't know about you I don't know why I still get scared when cops are behind me amen and I said, hey, I, he's giving you that spirit of fear, amen. I got power, love, and a sound mind. But, but it's sometimes these things are reminders, amen. The enemy's there to always mess with your mind. And tough times, amen, can bring on fear. Most of us can honestly say, come on, that we have never seen times like these. I don't know about you, but I've never seen times like this. I've not seen uh, fearful people in the world like this. Everyone being fearful. Mask everywhere. Come on, these things that are going on. Come on, somebody. Am I talking to anyone? Uh, Come on, I've never seen times like these. These are difficult times that we're living in, in our nation, and around the world right now. So many businesses that went out of business. I talk to people, I, I see people, that they, they lost their business. I, I work in a, a market, amen, there have been businesses that, that gone out of business, amen, and so much confusion uh, going around all around us, amen. Uh, like I said, I work in a retail store that we can't even get product. Things are back to order from three to five months or longer because they cannot get product because distributors have went out of business. There's not a workforce out there. There's not a drivers out there. There's there's product on the ocean waiting to come in and they they're taking bidding wars. Who's going to give me the most money for this container here? There's not truckers to take it to the product to the to the warehouse. There's just so much things that are going on right now. America's crippled. And all this, church, can cause a spirit of fear to come knocking at your door and mess with your mind. Come on, has he been at your door? Come on, has he been knocking at you? Come on, has he been whispering to you? Has he been trying to get into your mind and bring uh, the confusion and bring uh, all that's going on and bring that spirit of fear? And even though these are confusing times, church, It's great to know that our God, say my God, our God is not surprised by what's going on. Come on, he is the anchor. Come on, somebody, in these difficult days. Come on, somebody tell your neighbor he's an anchor. Come on, he's an anchor. I remember Pastor Woody ministering a message entitled, The Anchor That Still Holds. Come on, I'm telling you here today that the anchor still holds today, amen. Uh, Come on, that anchor has always been there. Uh, He's always been for us, amen. Like he said, uh, I'm here. I am your God. I'm always with you. Our anchor still stands, still holds today, church. Hebrews chapter 6, 19 says, this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. God wants to give you hope. Somebody say hope. Hope. Come on, he wants to give you hope. He wants to give you power. He wants to give you love. He wants to give you a sound mind. This is the anchor that you and I need in these days that we're facing today, amen, that we can go into the inner court, uh, the inner sanctuary where God's presence is at. Because when you get into the presence of God, church, let me tell you, peace is there to embrace you. Come on, there's the love of God that's there uh, to welcome you, amen. Uh, God is always waiting for us uh, on the other side of the curtain, church. Uh, come on, uh, but worry uh, and the spirit of fear is keeping us out. Uh, and God says, I'm right here. Uh, I never left you. Uh, I never forsaken you. Uh, come on, uh, I didn't bring you uh, this fear, the spirit of fear. Uh, so fear not, uh, for I am your God. I'm always with you. Yeah. Daughter, you don't need to worry. Son, why are you all so worried? Daddy's always here. Got to look to daddy during those times, church. Got to look to the father during those times. Why is it that we look to fear? Why is it that we look to everything else but God? Why is it so quickly that we got to jump on Facebook? It is. It's the truth. We jump to the media. We jump to friends. We jump to everybody else. But no one, no one, come on, is getting on their knees in the midst of their storm. God is calling us, church, because the spirit is lurking. It's lurking. It's coming. It's coming at you. It's knocking at your door. It's coming into your, your house. Amen. It's coming into your hall, your, your car. It's coming to you at your work. It's coming everywhere you go. The spirit of fear is right there and whispering and telling its lies. God says, this hope, this hope is strong. It's trustworthy. It anchors your, your soul. And it leads us to the presence of God. Psalms 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. What do you run to when trouble hits you? You've got to run to Jesus. Come on, you got to run. No, no, don't run to the gossip. Don't run to the complaints. Don't run to anything else. You've got to run to Jesus. Come on, somebody. Run to the Father. Voice your complaint to him, not to one another. Come on, God can take your complaint. God can handle that. People can't. It causes confusion. It causes division. It causes strive Church. It says, God, bring your problems to me. What's on your heart, son? Well, God, I'm mad. Okay, well, tell me what you're mad, son. And you tell God what you're mad about. Come on, he—he he, he won't. He won't be. He already knows. He's not going to be surprised. <gasps> really? <laughs> Tell your neighbor. God knows. <laughs> he knows how you feel. But the thing is, we, we pack it in inside of us, amen, and instead of letting it go and giving it to our Father who can handle these complaints, amen, and we bottle it in, and we bottle it in, amen, and we're so afraid to say anything, and, and so all this stuff comes up, and the enemy messes with our minds, and we're, we're just holding it, holding it, and all of a sudden you, you explode on each other. And things start to fly out that you wish it never flew out. And if you gave it to God and let it fly out then, it would not have flown out afterwards. You understand what I'm saying? God's saying, dump it on me. I'll take it. Cast your cares upon me. Cast your burdens upon me. Cast all those things upon me. I'll take them. I'll throw them away from you. And then I'll minister to you. And then all of a sudden, the perspective changes. And something starts to happen inside your mind that changes your heart, that changes now what you'll say, church. Because whatever's here will go here and come out here. And so we got to get a hold of this right here. Somebody say, I got to get a hold of this. Why don't you put your hands right here on your hands right now come on I got to get a hold of this.. You know that it's, it's okay that for you can pray for yourself that you can lay hands on yourself to you grab a hold of whatever's going on. Some of us we got to take time out and just get a hold of your mind and say Jesus and start praying and, and casting whatever's in there amen and saying the name. lay hands on yourself right there in the midst. There are times I'm on the work floor, I got to get a corner and say, God, get a hold of me because I'm about to strangle this customer. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm just being honest. Hallelujah. But see, the thing is, I take it to God, not to the customer. We got to get a hold of it because what it comes in here, church, can affect everything else from the heart and what you say. And so the mind is so important. And God says, you know what? I didn't give you a spirit of fear. Amen. I didn't give you those things in your mind. I gave you power, son. I gave you love, daughter. And I gave you a sound mind. Come on, take it up and know who I am. I'm your God. And I'm always with you. All you got to do is call. All you got to do is shout. Shout. All you got to do is just get on your knees right there and say, devil, I'm not going to allow you to come and mess with me again. I'm not going to allow you to let my emotions, your emotions, those are emotions. It's not spiritual. It's emotion, church. I'm not going to let my emotions take over. Spirit man, you got to call it up. Come up, spirit man. And now let me move spiritually. We're emotional people. Don't get me wrong, church. But we're not led by emotion. We're led by the Spirit of God. If we call ourselves children of God, then we are led by His Spirit. Can somebody say amen? amen. And so you got, sometimes we gotta, we got to crucify, as Paul says, this flesh that likes to stand up and say all kinds of crazy things. Come on, you know your flesh. Hallelujah. You know what's inside of you, what can come up inside of you. So you say, no, 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 you're not going to stand. This old woman's not going to stand. This old man is not going to stand because God didn't give me that kind of mindset. Though I got hit, amen, and we get react because we're human, eh? hallelujah. But you know what? You got to get a hold of the sound mind. Man, I got power. I got love, but I got a sound mind. I'm saved. God delivered me. God set me free. And yes, we're a work in process. Come on, somebody. Come on. We, just like Paul said, I haven't got there yet, amen. My mind is all, not all to put together, but one thing I do, what? I keep focused. I keep striving. I keep my eye on the mark, amen. I, I keep my eye on Jesus. I, I keep on going forward. I forget what's behind me, amen. And I just march in and go forward in what the things that God has given me. It's power. It's love. It's a sound oh mind. See, some of you need to say that over and over inside your, yourself. Every day I wake up, I got, I, got, I got power. I got love. I got a sound mind. The devil comes and lies to you and says, you got no power? Come on, no one loves you. You ever got that one, that message from him? Where he whispering, nobody in the church likes you. I don't know why you keep going. No, you got love. God has given us love, love for one another. He's loved us. He goes, no, 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 no. You love me. I didn't, you didn't love me first. I loved you first. And because he loved us first, we experienced his love. Now we can love one another. So he says, I've given you power, love, and now I want to give you a sound mind. Because the minds of God's people are messed up. I see so much stuff on media from Christians. I said, what is this? And the enemy uses it as a platform to come against each other. He didn't give us that kind of mindset. He's our refuge. He's our strength in ever-present help and trouble. Come on. That's our anchor, church. This anchor gives us a sound mind. So fear not. See, in our text of 2 Timothy 1.7, it says the founding fathers of the church were living in perilous times here. Paul, who was in prison at the time, sends a letter to Timothy, encouraging him, you need to stay strong, Timothy. Tell your neighbor, stay strong. And he tells Timothy, Timothy from prison, he writes this letter that he receives. He's going through all kinds of stuff. And he reads this letter. He says, you know what, Timothy, God did not give us a spirit of fear. But he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. I know it doesn't look good. I know that there's uncertainties. I mean, I know that you're going through a hard time right now. But understand, Timothy, come on, you've got to stay strong because God has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Here's Paul in prison encouraging someone that's free. You have to understand what's going on here, church, to get a better picture. They were living in some really, really difficult times. You you think we have it bad? Well, tell somebody, well, let me take you back to this place right here in Timothy. Amen. Paul's in prison for preaching the gospel. There's a crazy man who's a leader of Rome who's named Nero, and he's killing Christians. Listen, for fun. And he's lighting them on fire at the stake. This is what he's doing. This is what's going on. During this time of being a Christian, uh, the early church uh, was under attack and those who decided to follow Jesus were truly in danger. Talk about a spirit of fear in those days. And so here's Paul, who writes to Timothy from prison, knowing that any day he can be executed. Paul was a brave man who knew that to be with Jesus was to better to live than in the mess in Rome. So he encourages Timothy. He says, even though you're living in some terrible times, Timothy, God's going to strengthen you. Look to your neighbor and say, God's going to strengthen you. He's going to strengthen. I don't care how it looks, church. I don't care what you see or what you hear or what you read about. I'm here to let you know God's going to give you some strength. God is going to strengthen you during this time. It's not a time to panic. It's not a time for fear to come in. It's a time to walk in power and love and a sound mind. He says, God's going to strengthen you, Timothy. God will encourage you and give you the determination, listen, to carry out in spreading the gospel. Tell your neighbor we can't stop. All that is going on today, let me, let me just throw you a heavy Rebbe right here, church. All that is going on right now is the enemy trying to stop the gospel, trying to shut our mouths by covering our mouths, either spiritually or physically. Uh, that, that's, what, that's what's going on right now. He's trying to take our voice away. Come on, he's trying to bring separation, division, and he's doing a pretty good job at it. But we cannot stop. We had to stop. We had to, we had to take a little pit stop. We had to figure out God. We had to go to God. That's what we did, church. When we closed down for those two months, it was to shut down and say, God, give us instruction. God give us direction because I've never lived in times like this and fear is gripping your people and God as me as a leader I need to know how to lead them out of this place in this desert amen into the promised land God and God I need clarity I need understanding because I can't just I can't just wing it I mean no we can't wing this so yeah, we're going to understand. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll take care. We don't know what this, this virus is. We don't know anything about it. People are dying. Come on. The enemy says he's a great enemy. We got to respect our enemy. Come on. It's not a pushover, but we are more powerful with Christ. Come on, somebody. But he is a great enemy. The Bible says he's a great adversary who, who prowls around seeking to what? Devour. So yes, we took time out to, but I got on our, my, our knees. My wife and I got on our knees. God, God says, I need you to sit at my feet right now. Kids, let me, let me, let me, let me share with you. Let me take the fear out. Let me, don't get so alarmed. He says, fear not. Even at that moment last year in the beginning of all this, he said, fear not. I'll, I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. Don't be, don't, don't, don't get, don't be discouraged. I'm your God. I'm going to help you. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to hold you up and we're going to get through this. The gospel cannot stop. Come on. The gospel cannot stop. And so Paul's encouraging Timothy here. Don't give up, son. I don't care what's coming at you. I don't care if the church is coming at you. I don't care what, you keep doing what God told you to do. Share the gospel. Keep spreading the gospel. And that's what I said, that's what's happening. now. The spirit of fear is causing the church, and we stop being the church. God had to give us instructions. That's why That's why I minister a series about the church, and the Pentecostal church, and the fire, that we need to be reminded of who we are, church. We are powerful. Yeah, yeah. Come on, we are powerful. The Holy Spirit uh, makes us strong, church. Uh, we don't need a fear, amen. Uh, come on, we are powerful. The Holy Spirit said, on the day of what? Fire fell. When the Holy Spirit comes, he will equip you with power. And God's just prepared us. And to the season where we're at now, and I felt, you know what? Man, there's so much fear in the world today. And I know, Lord, we're not supposed to fear you, but it's not a fear of afraid or alarm. It's a reverence and awe and honor, amen. God, we need to just fear, get that hold of that fear and get remove this fear. The spirit of fear. Because if we allow this spirit of fear to come into the house, we stop reaching the lost. We stop sharing the gospel. And really, all this that we do, church, it's not to have awesome worship services. It's not to have great events. It's not to have a, a drama and a skid and all that is powerful, but all that is for what? For souls. 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 Souls are people getting saved. That's what God's for. He's not coming here and say, you know what? I like your church because you, you guys rock. <laughs> no, no, he's coming for souls. If we don't go outside these walls and bring people in, then we're just having church. We're just, we're just hanging out. <laughs> come on, we're just saving. We learn to love each other. Hallelujah. Get along with one another, and we don't want anybody else to come in because it might disrupt what's going on here. Hello, I'm not talking. Come on, don't look at me all strange. It's true. I've been here serving God's pastoring for 20 years. I've seen it all already. Church coming in, and all things happen. We gotta be ready. That's why he says, "I want to give you power, I want to give you love, I want to give you a sound mind," because there's people out there waiting to come in. And can I tell you the truth a little bit? We're not ready. <laughs> We're not ready. Because if we were ready, they'd be here. God is working on us to be more powerful. God is working on us to be more lovable. And to love people despite of what we see physically, church. Come on, that you start to look at the heart of a person, amen. God's saying, I want you to see how I see, son. I want you to know how I know, son. Come on, daughter, I want you to feel what I feel, amen. God wants a heart change inside the the church today, amen, that we can embrace. Because God is about to do a a revival, amen, that's going to blow your mind. Come on, it's worldwide, amen. The spirit of God is moving and souls are getting ready, amen, to come into the kingdom of God. And he's preparing his church. So he says, fear not. Let's get the spirit of fear out of the church, and let's put in some power. Let's put in some love, and let's think right. Come on. We say we want our family here, and deep down you say, I don't want them here yet. (laughs) Come on, let's be honest. Hallelujah. We're not ready for them. Because we know what it brings, church. We gotta be ready to fight. We gotta be ready to war. We gotta be ready to do this church. Come on, we say we love God. What did He tell Peter? Then what? Feed my sheep. Build people. Disciple people. Mention people. Share me. Talk about. Talk about me. Come on, we really love Him. Didn't he say on that day, many, many will say, Father, didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? Didn't I? Do? And he's going to say, Away from me. For I've never knew you. That's not the sinner church. He's speaking to the church. Our hearts need to be right. We say we love Jesus, we'll die for Jesus. Will you? Will you? Time's coming that you're going to have to answer that call. So whether you bow down or, 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 or in prison, whatever's going to come our way, church. This is what they're facing in these days here. Their lives are in danger for being called a Christian. Their lives are in danger of what's going on. Their, their people are getting light, lit on fire. Their souls, there's people dying. Christians are dying for their faith. And Timothy is getting a little nervous, and a little scared. And Paul reminds him. Tim- Timothy, listen. Listen, son. He didn't give us the spirit of fear. He's given us power. He's given us love. And he's given us a sound mind. And he encouraged him to keep on going and keep on doing. Paul reminds Timothy, and he's reminding us today, the church today, that God has given us a sound mind. Remember what sound mind means in the Greek? Let me remind you. Is something that is delivered, rescued, revived. It means salvage. It means protected. Something that is now safe and secure. That is what sound mind means in the Greek. But there's another part of sound mind in the Greek, which is a word I, I am not going to pronounce. Amen. So you can read that and pronounce it yourself. Amen. Because I don't want to make a, I don't want to sound. No, 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 no. You say it. (laughs) Praise the Lord. But you can see the word right there. But sound mind, it comes from a person's intelligence or a frame of thinking, which includes his rational, logical, emotional thinking. All right. This refers to every part of the human mind, including all the processes that are engaged in making the mind function to come to conclusions. This is what sound mind is, church. Sound mind means that the God has delivered us. He's rescued us. He's, he's rescued and salvaged our mind. He's a secure. It's protected. It's all this. Amen. But it's also the process of our thinking, how we think things when things hit us, the process and the conclusion to it, church. This may sound like very few people, but there is an increasing, listen, amount of people that are suffering from mental illness that makes them hard to think rational or to come to the right conclusions. This is what's happening in the world. This is why he's coming after the mind church. This is, God says, I didn't give you that mind. I gave you a sound mind. And so people, you got to understand, this is what's happening in the world today. Listen, this illness includes depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. In fact, over 1.5 million adults are suffering, more suffering from mental illness since uh, 2018. 1.5 million of a mental illness because they allow something to come into their minds. That's why the enemy likes to mess with us in our minds. Because the battle starts right here, church. This is the battle right here. This is the battlefield right here in our minds, church. And if he can instill fear into your minds, guess what? He got you. He can mess with you. He can tear you up. He can make you say things. He he can... He can really destroy what God is putting together. All from the mind. Listen, in these trying times or any trying times, church, if your mind is tempted to yield to fear, as it was in the case with Timothy, you and I, say me, Come on, somebody say me, we have to allow God's word, listen, God's word and Holy Spirit to work inside us. That's why we need to get on our knees when we're emotionally going a little crazy, when we're emotionally going a little mad or anger or whatever's coming into my, our minds. We got to grab a hold of that before we lash out in it. Amen. Because the enemy's trying to mess with your mind at that moment. He's trying to do something inside of there. So everything, like I said before, everything that we do is what spiritual. This is a spiritual fight, church. Come on, we don't war against each other. These are, these are spiritual beings that are coming and attacking us and they're coming into our minds. So we cannot allow that. So we got to allow God's word, which he brings life. Come on, his word is life, direction, everything else. Amen. And then we need the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody to come inside of us, to direct us, guide us and give us revelation, church. Uh, come on, it's the Holy Spirit. So we not only just need God's word, but we need the Holy Spirit to reveal to us God's word. Amen. To be delivered, to be rescued. to to be revived uh, that our minds can be salvaged in other words that he can give us a sound mind church that's why in Romans 12 it says don't conform to the pattern of this world see the enemy is trying to shift our thinking to worldly thinking Come on, somebody. We're following what the world's doing. We're doing what the world's doing. Come on, we're about the Father's business. Come on, somebody. I got no time for what the world and all its cares, amen. I got to focus what God is telling me to do, amen, and that is to go forward and preach the gospel, spread the gospel, because this is the greatest time to preach the gospel to the lost. It took a lot out of me, and I didn't get one hand clap. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. But that's okay. That's okay. Because I really do it for the audience of one. That's my father. Amen. He's telling the angels, check out my son. Amen. <laughs> he is. That's him, my favorite. <laughs> Church, it says, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your what? Mind. Of your mind. Don't follow with the, the pattern. Don't follow the mandates of the world and all this other stuff. And I'm not saying to live radical and, and, and just do all the stuff. We, we, God gave us common sense too. Come on, somebody. <laughs> You know, God has shown us what we need to do. we got to do some things. For us, we've so we got to protect ourselves. Come on, somebody say amen. And we got to respect others. Come on, somebody say amen. And so the thing is, but the thing is, we don't stop going forward. That is not the conversation. That's not what our topic is. Our topic is God. We go forward in God. We do the things of God. Come on, we go advancing his kingdom. That's, that's all our, our business is. We're not supposed to get caught up in all the political and all this other stuff. We're here to do God's stuff. Come on, we're God stuff. We're, this, this is all about God, amen. And we go forwards. Don't, don't conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, when you have a sound mind, church, and you walk in this love and power that He wants to give us, then our thoughts can be shielded from the lies of the devil. It can be shielded from the ridiculous, unfounded, and crazy thoughts that have gripped your mind in the past. Come on, somebody. Come on, you ever got some just crazy thoughts in your mind? and It just grips you. It it, 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 it captures you. It, it imprisons you, church. It says, God, I, I, God didn't give me this crazy mind, amen. He gave me a, a sound mind, amen. And all that other stuff that tries to get inside your mind is from the enemy, amen. And so, God, God, I, I give you this. I, I denounce this. I, I rebuke this. Whatever it is, God, give me the sound mind that is revived and re- is salvaged and is, is delivered and, and protected and set free. That's the mind that God gave us. So he says, fear not. I'm with you. Do not be discouraged. I am. Say he is. My God. you, you, you got to take ownership of who he is in your life. And there's times that this is my God says. My God says He's given me power. My God says He has given me love. My God says He has given me a sound mind. If you want to sing about it, sing about it. My God, my God, my God. Talking about my God. Ooh, sing some love stories of God. Love songs of God. Come on. Let me tell you, you start doing things as as silly as that looks... It does something inside of you. <laughs> I get happy when I just make up songs. I can be in the shower driving, whatever it is. I just sing whatever songs. I do stuff up here, too. You know that. Hallelujah. It's just because I love God. Amen. I, I, whatever, God. I, I'm silly for God. I love God. I trust him. Can I let you in on a little something? My God has never lied to me. He has never lied. So why should we stop believing? It's not in him to lie. Whatever he says, it goes into motion. Whatever his words goes out, it will accomplish what it says it's going to do. God can heal diseases. God can do all that stuff. He's still the God of miracles, church. But we have to understand that we're not in heaven yet. <laughs> and we are in a fallen world. And the prince of the air is loose, church. And, and through that, there will be death, disease, and everything else. Those are going to happen. We're not exempt from them. Just because you gave your life and, you, and you're part of PCLV, amen, and okay, devil, you cannot touch me. Here's my card, you know. I'm saved now. You nope. you can't do that. We can stand on the promises of God. We can stand and believe. We can stand on all this other stuff. And we believe for miracles. We believe. And just because miracles didn't happen for us, for some family member or something, doesn't mean that that he's powerless. God knows way more than what you know, what I know. And even in that process, church, I trust God. God, you're good. Don't feel good? Just like Timothy, he didn't feel good, but you're not good. I, I'm not going to let fear come in. I'm not going to let confusion come in. I'm not going to let anger come in. I'm not going to let all the stuff that the enemy wants to press on you and say, where's your God now? No, 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 because he's given me power. He's given me love. And he's given me a sound mind. And so I'm not going to be moved by emotion. I'm going to be moved by spiritual. Because we're spiritual beings. And we're going to move spiritually. So we got to grab a hold of the flesh. That's why Paul says you got to crucify that flesh. Not, not, not just once a week, amen. It's every day. It's not just a Sunday thing or a Wednesday thing. It's an everyday thing when you wake up, flesh, die. Because <laughs> come on, we know our flesh. If we're not prayed up and we're not read up and things that happen to us, you know, are we doing what we're supposed to do? The common things, the basic things. Did you read? Well, no. Have you prayed? Not for a while. No, no, no wonder you're allowing the devil to mess with you. You forgot. Reading the word remembers who he is. Praying remembers who you belong to. As we do our things, church, then God helps us. And through that, he reminds you. You got power, son. You got a love, daughter. In church, I've given you a sound mind. Can somebody say amen? So is that close today? Because I'm hungry now. I want a fellowship, and I want to celebrate these new babies that are coming. Amen? All you got to do, listen, all that you got to do, church, is grab a hold of God's word and his spirit. Come on, the Holy Spirit's our friend. If you don't know that he is your friend, he is your best friend. He's your teacher, your counselor, he's your, every, he's your everything. You may say, oh, I've got no friend, no one's there. The Holy Spirit's always there. Holy Spirit, help me. Be my friend. I need, I need you to help me. I need you to guide me. So I want to encourage you to press into the goodness of God and his love for you. Love serve. Him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, church. Turn to Him in these trying days. Trust Him with your whole heart, soul, and mind. All who do this, church, are eligible to receive the sound mind that Paul is talking about in this passage of Scripture. All of us, say me, you are a candidate you are eligible. As long as you put the word of God inside, and once as as you allow the Holy Spirit to work inside of you. He says, you know what? I can give you the sound mind. I'll give you that to you. I'll give you power. I'll give you love. I'll give you a sound mind. And nothing will rock you or discourage you or take you off course where I have you going. It'll be rough. It's not going to be easy. Right? He doesn't say... Live happily after, you know, you can can just, you know, you can just skip and play, I don't know, games or whatever. (laughs) Hallelujah. No, he says, in this world, you're going to have troubles. Things are going to come at you. I'm not exempting you from that. But he says, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. When he said it was finished on that cross... It was finished, not just there, but now. It's finished. My people will be empowered forever now. Death cannot scare them. Nothing can fear them because I've, I've, I've accomplished it. <laughs> he held the keys of hell, death, and the grave, church. And so because he's hold those keys up, we don't have to even fear death. We can say, death, where is your sting? We can say that. Why? Because we know where our blessed hope is, church.